Welcome to Annaswick Church. We hope this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Morning, everyone. What a great moment of worship. Thank you, Chris. I love that part where, you know, you're singing, you know, you are good, you are good, and, and then Chris comes out. Well, I'm probably not going to, you know, I'm probably going to let you down. I'm probably going to let you down. Uh, uh, but he'll never let us down. It kind of, uh, it, 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 uh, it bolted me into a place of um, humility in some ways because, you know, we know God is good. We know that he is good, but every now and then it's a bit hard for us to admit, isn't it, that probably we're going to let him down, right? And, uh, and, but that's okay because he is good and he continues to be good. No matter where, what, what is going on in your life, no matter what's going on in your world, God is a good God. Yes, he wants us to be good people, uh, but we're probably going to let him down in that regard because we are, well, I guess, you know, the old saying, Christians aren't perfect, just forgiven. <laughs> Anyone remember that little, little sign on the car, you know, on the back of the, stick, the sticker? Car sticker on the, no, you don't, Victoria's saying, no, I don't remember that. No, so many things. Um, honk if you love Jesus, you know those bumper stickers. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Chris has already introduced the message. He probably spoke the message and probably finished off with a great challenge of the message. So therefore, let's just get into other things. No, no. Um, uh, that, was, that was a great time. Look, uh, I'm going to put my number on the screen, or a number on the screen. Did I say my number? I mean a number on the screen. And uh, I, I want you to kind of like, last, last year we were giving people the freedom to actually share something of what God, they believe God is saying to them, or something that comes into their mind that they want to share with, uh, with somebody or with the church, and then um, I'll quickly scan them and read them. My scanning is not very fast though. So often I read before I scan, before I truly scan, and, uh, but it's a, you know, a place of, it's a safe place, a place of trust, and I just want to encourage you to be a part of what's happening, yeah. not just to sit back and just think you're an attendee, yeah. you're not, you're a member, you're a partner, not with, necessarily even with the church, but you're, you, and some of you are, but uh, all of us, we're involved. And we're connected, and we're a body, and and uh, and we all work together on this. So please feel free to text that number, and um, send me something through that you feel like you want to share with somebody, or that God is. Um, it's a great um, opportunity just to be in the zone still, to be connecting with God, uh, to be not just shutting down and getting on Facebook, but actually. Connecting with God and saying, God, what is it that you want me to say today? Isn't that, that's an interesting dynamic for a church, isn't that? Eh? On a Sunday morning, actually God wants to speak through you. He does. And we totally believe that. And we've seen it time and time again, week after week after week, God speaking through his people for others. And what an encouragement it is. And the reason why I want to do this again this morning, and hopefully we'll just keep doing it, like because it's really awesome. And, uh, uh, but not just because it's awesome, but because it's allowing us to be involved and connected in a very powerful way. God speaks through all of us. He doesn't just speak through me preaching on this stage. Um, and uh, we are in this together, you and I. 
And God wants to encourage some people this morning. He really does. And uh, so just, you know, hey, look, as much as you want to be encouraged, why don't you encourage? As much as you want to receive, why don't you give? It's better to give than to receive anyway. Uh, and, and it'll really encourage you. It'll really stir your heart. Like, just a thought. Just a, 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 a creative picture. A, just a something of the heart of God for somebody here this morning. Would that be cool? You want to give that a go? Some of you might never have been here before this morning, and, and uh, you might want to give that a go. That'd be great. I want to just welcome everybody who's online. Uh, I know that Hut City, uh, our church in Hut City, is, uh, is online this morning. So big welcome to you guys and girls. Nice to have you in the room this morning. Hope you're doing good. Hope you've ha- had a great start to the new year. Happy New Year, New Year, everybody. And also to my friend Lynn in Asheville, North Carolina. Is it North Carolina, Paul? Yeah, because he told me yesterday he's going to watch this morning, so I said, I'll give you a shout-out. So there we go. Uh, and so it's good to... And also to Alex and Chris's crew who are... Um, what are they doing? They're doing a picnic today, a lunch, picnic lunch today. It's too hot here in Nelson to do a picnic lunch, I'm telling you. We were at Isle Park yesterday and uh, at a birthday party. Our little granddaughter was one years old, and, and so we had this party at Isle Park, and it was so hot. Uh, uh, even to the point where the kids had probably had enough as well. Um, But I was really impressed uh, because at Isle Park they have trees and they haven't cut all the branches off. And so the kids are climbing the trees. So our little five-year-old grandson, Knox, he's way up the top and the parents didn't seem to care. And I thought, wow, this is quite different because, you know, I've, I've kind of heard that you don't do that sort of stuff nowadays. I mean, I used to do it all the time. Uh, but, uh, but even to know that Knox knew how to climb a tree, I was impressed. And of course, then all these other kids started following him, which probably wasn't the best idea. But uh, he was way up there in the tree. But someone was telling me yesterday, was it, um, someone was telling me so at the party that, yeah, schools have cut down the, the branches off the trees so that the kids can't climb the trees. So, uh, so let's hope that doesn't happen at Isle Park, eh? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's been great, hasn't it, though, the weather? I mean, I'm not complaining, but boy, it's hot. Uh, and uh, you Australians would be loving it, right? You'd love it, right? Yeah. So are you swimming in the water? Because it's 23 degrees, you're not swimming in the ocean because it's still too cold. All right, I'm going to speak right to that now, Helen. I'm going to talk about... No, no, I'm just joking. Okay, I really felt like if we could start something new this year, uh, if anything needed starting this year, I think it would have to come back to something that we've been challenged to do constantly, 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 which begins in Romans chapter 12 and verse... uh, I think we'll start in verse 2. And it says this, that... um, Do not conform to the pattern of this world... In fact, why don't we read it together? Because I think, you know, again, we're in this together. So here we go. Come on, everybody. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? The renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. If there's anything, anything that we need to take a hold of today, it's the renewal of the mind. Not conforming to a pattern that the world gives us, but the pattern of the kingdom life. And too often we fall 
back on something that's lesser than and we accept the lesser when there's actually a greater and a more. And too often we feel like we don't, we don't, uh, we don't, uh, what's the word when you kind of like don't feel like you kind of can go there? Um, We don't feel good enough. Okay, that'll do. We don't feel good. I I thought there was one word, but good enough is two words, but that's okay. We don't often feel good enough to get the more because we settle for what what is less than what is best for us. So 2024, declaring over you a year of great things and a year of good things. That might've been sucky moto in 2023. Sorry, I said it. I just had a wonder of a thought. Like, I haven't said that since I was a kid. Where did I get that from? Uh, so it might have been really bad, really, uh, it may have been sorrow, sadness, grief, uh, th- bad things going on in your life. But could there actually be a flick of a switch today by the power of God that breaks something over your life that says, I'm not gonna think the way I've been thinking. I'm going to think a new way today and the new way will renew my mind even though I may still be in a circumstance or a situation that's difficult or that's hard or that's I'm finding hard to get my head around exactly, but I know I've got to get my head around it with the renewal of my mind and to believe for something better, something more than what I've had in the past. What do you think? Is it, so I, I think of everything that I'm talking about, it's really about the mindset. Okay, so in 1995, 94, sorry, 1994, March 1994, we accepted the position as senior pastor of Annersbrook Church. We had been youth pastors for seven years at Annersbrook and we accepted the position of senior pastor and, uh, or just pastor really, because there were no seniors in those days because I was only 30. Now I'm a senior pastor. It's only because of age. Uh, so 30, that was 30 years ago. And I, we were sat down by, uh, by a particular church member who wasn't in, in eldership or anything like that, but um, he was pretty close to the uh, close to the action, and he was much older than us. And he sat at me and Viv down, and he said, "Look, you know, we just want to let you know that um, your ministry life is going to be one of living in church houses that are run down and broken, and you know, won't be maintained. Uh, your life is going to be in having a vehicle or a car that's going to get you from A to B, and it's not going to be anything." more than that, um, we would expect, we would expect you to go to the secondhand stores to get your clothes and things because we don't want you to be, uh, how would we put it, um, looking better than anybody else in the church, so, or not necessarily looking better is the right words, but I don't know, how would you say it, Viv? What would be the phrase there? Just really, you know, not being one up on or just being part of the, of the crap, which is, and, and by the way, here's the thing, we settled for that. We thought, absolutely, we're totally with you on that. We're more than happy with that. Look, we didn't believe we were going to have kids while we were youth pastoring. We never, ever believed we'd have our own home. Never. That was way beyond our wildest, wildest, we couldn't even dream that way because 
we actually didn't think that that was right. We actually had a very interesting way of thinking about things. Uh, we were prepared to sacrifice everything for the ministry and for God. And we thought we were being gung-ho about that and doing what was right in that regard until we got out a little bit. So what happened is the church began to grow and in the growing, we started to connect with pastors and leaders outside of our own movement. So we've been very uh, yeah, secluded. Very good. Uh, we've, we've been very secluded and very isolated from other churches because, you know, they weren't Christian. We were the only ones that were Christian because we were the Church of Christ. <laughs> so we started to connect with other pastors and, other pa- and, and also pastors who were further ahead than us. We were growing, but there were churches that actually were larger than us. And so we started to connect with them and they started to tell us things that we thought, oh, I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. And it was really, uh, I remember one pastor saying, Brent, there's always a way. Remember, there's always a way. I never knew, I never believed that. That was never in my thinking. There's always a way. We had to, uh, so what happened was, um, a big moment for us was in 1999, some of you will remember it, or 1998. We, uh, so this is four years later. We had to raise, a, you know, tried to raise a million dollars on one Sunday morning to be able to build this. And we achieved it. We did it. God worked miraculously in all of that. But I had to have a major mind change for that to happen. A major mind change. Because I never really believed that there was a way. And I never really believed that God wanted us to live in an abundance even in our own uh, personal world. We wanted, but we, I totally believed in the abundance of God in regards to ministry and regards to church life and, 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 and all of that. But I never believed that God would want me to abound in every good thing uh, or every good work even in regards to our own personal lives. And so I had to go on a very big journey because I realized that I needed people to understand what abundance actually looked like and what it meant, and I had to lead the way in that as the pastor so that we could actually achieve what we needed to achieve. So what you're sitting in right now is the, absolutely the sacrifice of many, many people in days gone by, but, the, but they would say to me today, absolutely, unrefuted, that the reason for why you're able to sit in what you're sitting in is because they learnt a new way from the old way. And there is an old way that we can get stuck in and everything stays same old, same old. And God is constantly wanting to niggle at you to say, hey, there is possibly something more. There's possibly something better. There's possibly even something greater than what you've known in the past, but you'll never get it until you understand Romans chapter 12. Don't conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we often live in a, with a scarcity mindset when God's got a, a, an abundant mindset for us. So we go from a, this dynamic of those things that are scarce, everything's scarce, so I hold things to myself. That is not the kingdom thinking. Uh, when we raised the money for the building, uh, we, had, uh, we gave a three-year pledge. We gave people an opportunity, three years, 
and over three years to raise the money that was needed from pledges that were given on, on a, a particular day in 1998. And, uh, and so I sold my boat. It was, I don't know, 10 grand. It was a Marlborough Rapier with a 100 Mercury on the back. It was the love of my life. And... <laughs> Okay, too far, apart from Viv. Viv, Viv just said, just remember me. Um, <clears throat> but it was the hardest thing to give up. It was an incredibly difficult situation for us. But again, my mind needed to be renewed because my thinking was, I've got to hold things to myself. If I let it go, I'm never going to get it back. And it's really interesting that we pledged over three years, uh, so that, that particular amount, and then that particular amount again the next year, and then that particular amount the year after that. And uh, it was amazing how God supplied. I didn't have any more boats left, you know, to, to give, but it was amazing how God did supply for that th- those three years. And then out of that, the blessing of God totally re- was released upon us. In fact, to the point where I became an importer of boats from America. I was bringing in bayliners and sea rays every every year for about ten years, uh, and uh, and being able to you know sell them and and uh, make money out of them. Well, unbelievable! It's amazing what you sow, so shall you also reap. And so uh, and anyway, that's just a little wee interesting side point. I'm, I'm probably going too far with my personal world, but I want to share with you something of the goodness of God. And yeah, I'm probably going to let God down in all of this, but He has never let me down. He'll never let me down, no matter what we go through. No matter what we have to deal with, as you know, many of, many of you know, we have, you know, we're, we're back in our home, which is really awesome. It's amazing. And in fact, we've spent the last few weeks uh, back in our home, enjoying our home. And uh, we, I, I, things aren't all that brilliant yet because we still have a hill that needs fixing. And we're only allowed in parts of our home. We're not allowed in all of our home, uh, particularly at night time. I'm not sure why it is. It's, it's like, where are the geotechs in our room today? Because it just astounds me that we're allowed downstairs, sleeping downstairs, but we're not allowed upstairs. But I don't know why. What, like, if the hill did come down and we're downstairs, it's like it would be quite crushing, wouldn't it? I mean, like, literally <laughs> crushing. So, anyway, uh, go figure with that one. But uh, there, is, there are circumstances and situations that can get you really messed up. In your head. So constantly, 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 we've got to get back to the Word. What does the Word say? What does the Word say? And boy, you should read the Word. (laughs) Like, seriously, when you're going through a difficult time, what are you kind of believing? Like, what's, where's the mind at? Depression, fear, anxiety, worry, concern. And look, I'm sympathising with you. I'm not criticising you. I'm sympathising with you because I've had all that. I've had to journey through all of that. But when I get back to the Word of God, full of verses, scriptures that are about the abundance of God. Look at this one from Amos chapter 9, verse 13. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes. He who sows the seed The mountains shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. Now, I'm not, not, you know, promoting drinking of wine, but there is a joy 
there is something far deeper and it's an abundance of God. And not too often, like when we talk about abundance, you're thinking money and you're thinking finances, but I wanna talk about the joy of the Lord. I wanna talk about the peace of the Lord, being content in all things, but also believing for more. It's, it's, it's gotta be part of who we are as Christians because that's the kingdom life. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 11, the Lord will grant you abundant prosperity. Oh, and the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, and the land that he swore to your ancestors to give you. Psalm chapter 23, verse 5. He prepares a table before me in, his pres- in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup, what? My cup overflows. What's overflowing? My life is an overflow. It's not shortage and shrinkage and limitation, it's an overflow. What I'm sharing with you this morning is an overflow of my life. I'm not coming to you and saying, well, you know, God just wants you to be little and small and, and just, you know, just keep, it, keep him in, in, in that little box there. No, he, he's out of your box. He's, he's, not, he's got nothing to do with your bo- the little box you've made, made him. He's bigger than that. And he's got more for you. He definitely has. Proverbs chapter three, verse nine and 10. Honour the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. That's the kingdom mindset, the abundant mindset. Seek first the kingdom of God and what's gonna happen? Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all your ne- my needs according to His riches and glory. What does He do? He gives His angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me. That's right. Thank you, Lynn. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Every perfect gift, every good gift comes from the Father above. And when you honour Him and when you give glory to Him, even though you might let Him down at some point in your life, God is a good God. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. Oh, Luke chapter 6, verse 38, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 to 8. The point is this. This is Paul, the Apostle Paul, expressing a point. Here's the point. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. Now, let me tell you this. You are not forced to give. You are not forced to be a sower. You are not forced to, uh, to, to, uh, to do what the kingdom life is all about. You are encouraged to do it. You're motivated to do it. Challenged to do it, yes, but you're not forced to do it. You have free will and it's your choice to either step into the abundant life or to stay in the scarcity life. And the, and, and the big key in knowing whether you're, whether you're in scarcity or in abundance is when you choose to actually hold things to yourself rather than to let things go. John 10.10, 10, the thief comes, the thief comes 
to steal, to kill and destroy. But I came that you might have life and have it abundantly, abundantly. Romans 15 verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may, what? Abound, overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Colossians chapter two, verse two. My purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ. Ephesians chapter two, verse four to seven. But God, everyone say, but God. Being rich in mercy, rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, our sin made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You don't live low, you live high in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages, He might show the immeasurable Everybody say immeasurable, because these are good kingdom words. Imagine going home, it's immeasurable. Full riches. You know, the, get the key words into your world and into your, into your mind and allow those key words to change your poverty, limited, small kind of thinking. Let it happen there first. It's never gonna happen any other way. But there first, Titus chapter three, verse four to seven. But when the kindness and love of God, our Saviour appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously, generously, generously. Another great key kingdom word, the generosity of God by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured uh, by the Holy Spirit, uh, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Psalm chapter thirty. Is it too much? When we keep going, I've got a couple more, just a couple more. Psalm chapter 37, verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Abundant life, the abundance of God, the abundance of the kingdom versus the world's way of looking at things. And so uh, for uh, quite some time, I started to read things, read uh, information in regards to my thinking. I definitely had a poverty kind of dynamic going on. Some people would say it was a poverty spirit, but I'd say, well, it may have been attached to that, I guess, but I had to get rid of the poverty thinking before I could deal with any spirit, <laughs> if there was any spirit to be dealt with. Uh, and so uh, I began to get some knowledge in regards to how to, um, how to understand the blessing of God and what the blessing of God means. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, input and messages on giving and sowing, a lot of messages on the reaping, uh, what, what we're able to reap in, in that regard, um, and, uh, and, and a lot of uh, reading and information in regards to um, there's always a way. And if you could go home this morning 
or this afternoon by the time we finish. No, just jokes. <laughs> but if you could go home today with the thinking, there's always a way. There is a way. There is a way. We never thought we'd be able to own our own home, but this particular friend of ours, pastor friend of ours, just kept on saying, there is a way. There is a way. And what it did for us, it ignited a possibility that we never thought was possible. And I want to declare over your life, whatever you're needing for 2024, whatever you're believing for for 2024, or maybe not even believing for because you've given up hope, let me say this to you. There is a way. There is a way. So Father, sorry, I'm only a quarter of the way through the message, but let me pray. Father, there is a dynamic that we need to understand this morning, and that is that you want to bless us, you want to pour your favour out on us. And when we look at our circumstance and our situation, God, and when we look at the, even what Chris was singing this morning, that, you know, I'm probably going to let you down, God, but I know you never will. You'll never let me down. And I just thank you for your grace and for your mercy. It's not because we're clever, it's not because of our intelligence, it's not because, it's just simply because of you. And in everything that you've done in our lives, God, we give glory to you. We honour you. Just with every eye closed, every head bowed, there's a way to get into eternal life, and that's through Jesus Christ. The way is narrow, because it's only one way. It's, it's through Jesus. It's not, you can't do it any other way. You're trying to be good, thinking that you can get to heaven via different ways, ways that are easier or ways that are even harder. But there is only one way, and that's through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. It's only through him. And there may be somebody here this morning where you know that even that phrase, there is a way, that it begins actually understanding the way, knowing the way, and that's Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. So I want to give someone an opportunity right now if you feel like you've lost your way. You feel like you've opened yourself up to many other ways, but you know, even this morning, that God's speaking to you. There is a way. And that way is through Jesus Christ. And when you attach yourself to him, he saves you, he redeems you, and he gives you an abundant life. And I want to pray for those of you here who know you need that today. You know that you need to understand that there is a way for you through Jesus, in Jesus, because of Jesus. So I'm going to ask you with every eye closed, every head bowed, just for you to raise your hand, I'm going to pray for you. God bless you over here. God bless you over here. Anybody else? Brent, would you pray for me? God bless you over here. Over here, over here, over here. Awesome. Anybody else? Just over here as well, down the back. Awesome. Up here as well. Over here. Anybody else? Fantastic. Okay, you can put your hands down. That's amazing. Father, I pray for every single person who's just raised their hand right now. Every believer in this place, I want you praying. I want you believing with us today that there is a new way for people for 2024. 2024 is going to be new. For those of you who responded, there's going to be a new thing that's going to happen for you this year. The very things that you felt like has been in shortage and in lack, God's going to begin to pour out something, not 
something that you've been able to work up with your own mind, but as you have let go of some things and let God do what he needs to do in your life, you're going to see a supernatural move of God on your life that's going to release the abundance that you need uh, to be able to work in his kingdom and for his kingdom. Father, I thank you. Father, we, we come before you today. We just say, Lord, have your way in our life. Have your way. Come on, you just tell them, God, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to ask you, God, to have your way in my life. Holy Spirit, come, I pray. Come and move powerfully in the name of Jesus. Even in these next few minutes, as I begin to read out some of the texts that have come in, Father, that you would move powerfully upon people's worlds and people's lives. I thank you for the abundant mindset. And I pray that every word that's brought this morning would be in line with your kingdom life and kingdom words in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you put your hands together, everybody. Give God some praise. Powerful. Asher. Here's a word for you, Asher. Nice haircut. No, that's not on there. I just said just said. Asher, your name is who you are called to be, happy and blessed. When you exude joy and happiness, you allow those around you to experience a small part of the joy of God. Never underestimate the power of your smile in any situation. Continue to be infectious. Be filled to overflowing with happiness and blessing so you can infect those around you with the same. It's like the coronavirus, isn't it? You know, you're inf- infectious and infecting people. But this is with, you know, this is with the, and again, it's an abundance. That's an abundance word. It's, it's the kingdom. It's the kingdom. Here's one, I don't know who it's from. Don't hold back, Brent. You're not overstepping. Let them flow. There we go, I like that. Okay, here's for, this is for somebody. You have been called for a reason. You are a gift. Absolutely. One of the, my key points to this message is this. So I didn't need to share it. But you have been called for a reason. You are a gift. You are of value. You have something to offer. Moses parts the Red Sea with a stick. God says to him, what have you got? Moses says, all I got is a stick. And God says, that's enough. That'll do. David and running to Goliath. What can I find? What have I, what, five little stones and a sling. And God says, yeah, that'll do it. We know in our own minds that ain't gonna cut it. But with God, it's with God. You are a gift. You are of value. With God. Powerful. Um, you have been called for a reason. You are a gift. Through relationships that haven't worked, blended families, adoption, etc. I have always been there with you and I have used you as a light for others. Your suffering I have used to show myself. Nothing has been wasted, all for my glory. You are not alone. You are not alone. I have placed you in the the right place at the right time. How cool is that? I need some more, guys, because we've still got nine minutes. 
All right, let's spend the next few minutes. I know some of you have responded because you've made a new way to back to Jesus, and that's awesome. But let's just spend the next couple of minutes, every one of us, closing our eyes, recognizing what it is that we're limited in, and then applying the Word of God to it. Those scriptures that I read out, maybe some of those scriptures that really have impacted you, allow them to continue to impact. Don't walk out of here without the impact. Don't walk out of here without the Spirit of God, the anointing of God on your life. Don't walk out of here just thinking, oh, that was a great message and and nothing else happened. No, let it, let it, let it come. Let it saturate, Let let it become something new in your mind. Thank you, Lord. Abundance of God for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let God speak to you. Let Him speak to you. Let Him show you. Let Him reveal some things to you that need to be revealed. Something that shift in your life can move you forward into the things, greater things, the, the more that He has for you. The best is yet to come, absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence, Lord. to your abundant mindset is being thankful to God. He is your supplier. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, my provider, He's your provision. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For you are worthy. You are worthy. response to God, God's been speaking to you in response to Him, it's like a I gotta stand, I gotta, I, gotta, I can't just sit here, I gotta stand as, God, as, as God's speaking to you, as He's beginning to show you something of what has been that doesn't need to be in your future, it's like a, a response to stand in His presence and giving thanks to Him and giving glory to Him and being in gratitude to Him and allowing Him as you stand Allowing Him, it's an an allowance of His life and of His breath to come upon you. And that thanking of Him and that glorifying Him and that praising of Him is something that God wants to do in you. And as you stand, you'll sense the presence and power of God come upon your life. That brings a shift that'll change you forever. It'll change you for eternity. Thank you, Lord.
this place now, just be all just beginning to stand in the presence of God as you respond to Him, responding to His mindset, responding to what He wants for your life, responding even to knowing and understanding that there truly is a way, that there is a way. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.